The penis man graffiti artist has been arrested by heavily armed SWAT officers. Doctors beg men to please not masturbate with banana peels. And a Texas business owner is eating nothing but dog food for 30 days. These are the weird stories for Monday. This is Weird AF News. I'm your host, Jonesy. We are recording from Singapore. That's right. Because I'm weird and I'm in a weird place. I like weird things. I like weird places. I like weird stories. I know you do as well. So let's get into them right away. We won't dilly-dally, shall we? The penis man graffiti artist has been arrested by a 25-person SWAT team. This is in Phoenix, Arizona. The penis man graffiti artist, have you heard of him? Well, for two weeks, this guy's been running around the Phoenix area, scrawling penis man across porta-potties at places like Tempe Town Lake, Arizona State University dormitories, businesses, public equipment, even on the historic Hayden flour mill. How dare you scrawl penis man on the flour mill? Don't you know that's, a, that's an A-level landmark? He even hit the front door of Tempe's municipal building. Unbelievable. He scrawled penis man on the front door of a government building. That's some balls right there and some penis. The cops declared war on penis man after the municipal building got hit with the penis man. And then they apparently got the government involved or SWAT teams rather. This is, uh, it seems a little overkill to me, but uh, I don't know. Let me get some more details. Yes, it seems 25, quote, heavily armed SWAT officers arrested Shomer, what's his first name here? Dustin Shomer at his Phoenix condo over the weekend. In a statement to the media, the Tempe police say that they believe Shomer is responsible for multiple graffiti incidents of penis man throughout the city of Tempe and across Arizona State University as well. The statement says that Dustin was booked into the Tempe jail on 16 counts of aggravated criminal damage, 8 counts of criminal damage, and 1 count of criminal trespassing in the first degree. Wow, they're really going at this penis graffiti guy. They do not appreciate penis graffiti in the state of Arizona. This guy didn't respond to a request for for comment. But he wrote something on his Facebook page, apparently. I just spent the last 24 hours in Tempe, in Phoenix, police custody, for spraying penis men. They raided my condo and and vehicle and swarmed my entire complex in West Phoenix with 25 heavily armed SWAT officers and pointed a silenced assault rifle at my face. Anyone with any doubt who the bad guys are here, be certain it is the city of Tempe, city of Phoenix, and police forces valley-wide. There is no excuse for pointing an AR-15 assault rifle in the face of a non-violent offender such as myself. He added further posts that he spent nights in the jail uh, following hours of custody and during which time he was giving nothing to eat. Uh, Wow. Well, I got to say, there's really no need to point an AR-15 in the face of somebody who's a nonviolent offender. I totally agree. I mean, uh, for all these people know, it was a child that was scrawling penis graffiti all over the place. What are you going to... You're going to send a SWAT team after a child? I mean... We assume it's a teenager doing this, and yet 25-person SWAT team is called? I mean, I feel like there's better things to be doing than chasing somebody who scrawls some graffiti all over the town. Uh, You know, you got a SWAT team at your disposal. It just seems a little overkill to me. That's just me. I don't know. Look at the way they handle Amber Alerts. They send everybody text messages. They don't send out 25-person SWAT teams looking for the missing girl. I mean, I don't see that happening on a regular. Instead, I'm getting a text message. Hey, dude, could you help us find this missing person? She's in a Saturn. Here's the license plate. I'm like, well, you got SWAT teams. Why don't you send them out to go save Stacy? 
It's unbelievable to me. Instead, you're using SWAT teams for such things as catching a graffiti artist that wrote pee-pee all over town. I mean, that just seems like a waste of funds to me. I'm always like irate at where our funds are spent, public funds. And then here I go spending $8 on a coffee with oat milk. Wow. I'm just an idiot, clearly. Uh, another detail of the story is that this Shomer apparently is an activist of some sort and that he claims that he was he was tagging Penis Man uh, as a protest against corrupt local government. He also wrote, Penis Man is neither man nor woman. You nor me. We are all Penis Man. Yes, you're right, Shomer. We are all, in one way or another, Penis Man. Guys, please don't masturbate with banana peels. This is what the doctors want you to know. Apparently, studies have been conducted, and they're finding that masturbating with banana peels is not the way to go. They're warning young, horny men to refrain from using banana peels in order to pleasure yourself. This is the latest bizarre sex trend that's circulating on social media, and doctors have had enough. One Redditor claimed, But it's the closest thing to a BJ. He's been doing it for years, he says. Is it? Is it the closest thing to a BJ? I don't know. I don't remember a mouth ever feeling like a banana peel, but hey, I haven't tried it yet, so who am I to judge? All right, I'm going to put you guys on hold, and I'm going to touch myself with the banana peel, and I'll get back to you. Nah, 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 definitely not feeling like a BJ. For sure not. Yeah, don't know what they're all into here. I don't I don't know why the PR campaign for jerking off with a banana peel is going viral here. It's not happening. Um, I recommend a, uh, having sex with a jack-o'-lantern. That's what I... <laughs> Just choose it. You know, the eye socket will do. <laughs> Actually, no, I don't condone that either. Don't listen to me. You're not listening to me over there, are you? Please don't. And your children probably shouldn't be listening to this show either, by the way. Um, Dr. Diana Gill of Prescription Service Doctor For You. I don't know what that is. Is that a website? Well, Dr. Diana cautions against this perverse practice of uh, pleasuring yourself with a banana peel. You can develop a rash. You can develop sores on your penis, which can be painful and might lead to infection. Not only that, she claims a person with a fruit or latex allergy could be more susceptible to a reaction from a banana skin. Jeez. Uh, That's totally true. A person with a banana allergy is more likely to be allergic to other substances such as latex or other fruits and vegetables. So if you're allergic to latex condoms, you may also be allergic to the banana skins, you dummies. She didn't say you dummies. I added that. I'm allergic to nuts. Does that mean I'm I'm susceptible to the banana skin outbreak? I don't see anything happening down there after my banana experiment. Uh, and, you know, bananas are slippery, so there's other there's other cautionary tales. Somebody on social media claimed that they used the banana skin to masturbate and then uh, fell upon the mess that they made, hit their head on the toilet, and barely lived to tell the tale. So, that happened. And, of course, as you can suspect, there are supporters of this banana peel organic orgasmic inducer. Uh, somebody wrote the ultimate male masturbation resource. We give the banana man four and a half out of five stars with 359 votes cast so far. What is this? This is a, it's a website called Jack in world. This is like, a a masturbation rating system. Wow. I've never heard of this. I need to dive in here and see what they rate the most. Now I'd, I'd imagine you would learn a few things there from this website. Um, 
You know, occasionally you hear tales of uh, strange masturbation techniques, like fishermen when they're out at sea, all lonely, away from their ladies, they will make love to a squid. Making love to a squid today. Tentacles on my testicles, baby. So that's a thing. But you could probably learn some things from that website. You're going to have to check that out. The website also provides a tutorial on how to perform the act with a banana. Wow, with a banana peel. Even advised warming the banana peel for added effect. What do you stick a banana peel in the microwave and then put it on your junk? This is out, outrageous what's going on here. I am way behind the times, clearly. Technology, guys. A whole website that just rates objects that are good to masturbate with. I assume it's for ladies as well. That's the great thing about the banana, though. The lady can use it, and then you can use it. I mean, everybody can have a good time, whether you're a male, female, a schmale. I don't know what we're dealing with these days. Well, I think one downfall for uh, using the banana to masturbate with is uh, those little stringy things you'd get all over your package, you know? You know, those things are called... Here's a little fun fact for you. Those are actually called phloem bundles. Did you know that? P-H-L-O-E-M bundles. Yeah, just a little thing you can impress your friends with. Um you know, uh, so I'd imagine those get all over you. Those are annoying, by the way. Those are totally annoying. Uh, I've done many stories about people uh, putting things in their vagina that they shouldn't, masturbating with things that they shouldn't. Uh, do you remember the couple that were playing with a gun in her hoo-ha and it went off, this kind of thing? Banana pills, the article says, aren't the first unconventional items used by pleasure, she- pleasure seekers. This past November, gynecologist... Wow! Jonesy, get it together. Gynecologists warned women not to masturbate with electric toothbrushes because it could cause trauma to your delicate vulval area. Vulval? Oh, vulval? Yo, my best friend drives a vulval. The jokes keep coming, right? Oh, wow. All right, so what what do we do about this, guys? Hey, look, I'm a a proponent of first-person experience. Try the banana. If you enjoy it, that's all on you. You know, enjoy it some more. Don't push it on others, though. All right. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm uh, I'm in Singapore, and I'm gonna go pleasure myself with a durian. <laughs> a North Texas business owner is eating nothing but dog food for 30 days. Why? Why would you do that? Did you lose a bet? Are you raising money for the kids? I have no idea. Maybe he's raising money for dogs that can't afford to eat. He's eating all their food. It seems kind of productive to me. I don't know. Let's get into the details. Many people like to start the new year with a personal challenge. Some choose a fitness-related challenge or the ever-popular ever dry January, which is one whole month without alcohol. I don't know how you do that. Um, actually, it's pretty easy. You wake up January 1st with the worst hangover of your life, and you say, I'm not doing this again. Mitch Felderhoff. Yes, Mr. Felderhoff. He's attempting to eat nothing but the dog food for the 30 days. <laughs> 30 days of dog food. I don't know why I have the German accent. It's because his last name is Felderhoff. It made me transition into the German. <laughs> Wednesday was a milestone for Felderhoff, who says that he's literally eaten nothing but chicken, beef, elk, and venison-based dog foods for 20 days. No sauces, no seasonings, nothing but high-protein, freeze-dried, premium dog food, and kibble. I always thought that word was funny. Kibble. Uh, okay, so he's eating... They have... Uh, okay, chicken, beef, Elk and venison-based dog food? That sounds very expensive. I didn't know they had such things. I'm not going to lie. It sounds pretty delicious. Uh, There's got to be some high-end dog food out there that I don't know about that's probably comparable to human food, I'd imagine, and probably better than some of the food that I've eaten with my broke ass in the past few years. 
Felderhoff is president of sales and marketing, as well as a co-owner of Munster Milling Company. Ooh, another German word. Munster. This is a pet food distributor in the small town of Munster. <laughs> this is PR for his company, I assume, right? This is very, this is a very smart approach. Here's a quote from Feldehoff. Probably my favorite feed right now is our ancient grains ocean fish. I don't know why, but from a kibble standpoint, it tastes the best to me. And then on the freeze-dried side, our chicken meatballs and our beef meatballs are pretty good for dog food, I'd say. This guy sounds like he's like a this guy's like a dog food snob. Ancient grains ocean fish. What is that? That sounds like better than anything I've eaten in all of 2019. This guy's documenting this challenge on social media and on his company's website. In a recent update, he revealed he's lost 20 pounds since starting this challenge. Ooh, hey, here's a diet you guys can all lose weight on. The dog food diet. Who knew? You guys are doing all this crazy shit out there. Oh, yeah. Paleo. Keto. Who knew? All you had to do is pick up some cans of dog food. Easy peasy. Just get on your hands and knees right next to your pet and eat whatever they eat as many times as they eat. And for sure, you're going to be in great shape. You'll be in dog shape. <laughs> Feldhoff says, says he's tried a wide variety of extreme diets in the past several years. I've tried like paleo. I've tried Whole30. Last January, I did like a carnivore where I only like I ate I ate like meat and nothing else. And so I knew that for 30 days, I could make myself eat like whatever I wanted to. So no problem. <laughs> yeah. Still, Felderhoff talked to his doctor about the challenge. What are the challenges of just eating dog food? Will your doc, will, you think doctors will agree to this? I'd imagine it's better than going and picking up a 10-piece nugget. After he got done staring at me with his mouth open, my doctor said, Okay, well, let's, well, let's check you out. He got some blood work and a physical. And he's going to do the same after the challenge to see how his body responds to this diet of dog food. It sounds like his dog food, though, is not right, the regular dog food that I've encountered in my life. You can't live on that dog food. The dog food that I've encountered... I mean, we never fed our pets, like, high-quality dog food. We're like, you know, we're like not high-class people. You know, we're like, we're going to spend that money to feed us well. I did know a guy in New York who who fed his dog um, free-range chicken and beef, organic, like, really good steaks. And stuff. I just, I couldn't believe it, man. He fed his dog. That dog was eating better than me. I was like, wow, dude, really? This is what you give your dog? Mm, unbelievable. I mean, some dogs are living it up. But the dog food that I am familiar with, that I have fed the dogs in my life, was real shit, man. I mean, it, it, I tried it. I tried it. I ate a little piece of a bone, a little piece of dry food, just to see what it tasted like. I had, I did not have the balls to eat the wet food. I just couldn't do it. It had that ring of jelly around the top of the rim. Because uh, it's cheap, I, I guess. That's what That's what you get. Whatever this guy's eating, though, this sounds like some high-end dog stuff. I could probably handle this for 30 days. Maybe, maybe, I think. It's probably like delicious steak and such things. Could you guys live on dog food? If it's high-end like that, probably. But could you... You know the stuff you typically get? Alpo, whatever. I mean, could you really live on that stuff? I don't know. Have you ever tried dog food? Call Weird AF News. Tell me what you think about all this. 646-450... 2012. Do have we found an easy solution to uh, losing weight in America? Just eating dog food. I think so. Yay! Hey, weirdos. Hope you've enjoyed the episode. Hope you enjoyed the Florida Friday episode specifically. I thought we had a good one. Thanks to everybody who sent me stories. I got a lot of links. 
Thank you. Especially about that iguana story. The iguana meat. Did any of you try the iguana meat over the weekend? I did not, but I ate a frog. I certainly did. I ate a sea cucumber. What else have I eaten? It's been weird. I can't remember. There's been some weird shit, though. Um, well, I ate, I ate a couple of pig hearts. I sure did, and they taste delicious dipped in chili sauce. I can tell you that. I'm eating some weird things in Singapore, and I'm enjoying it. And I'm going to have turtle, and I'm going to have stingray, um, and I might have, I might have shark. Am I going to have shark? Yeah, I'm going to have shark. I'm going to try all these things. Don't tell on me. Look at I'm just trying to live my good life, all right? When in Rome, you know the you know the saying. Uh, so listen, I want to thank everybody who reached out and called. Uh, as always, you can email me funnyjones at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram at funnyjones, Twitter at funnyjones, on Facebook it's comedian Jonesy. You got the phone number. The lines are open 24/7, baby. Call in, make a donation. Uh, yeah, enjoy the videos I put up. Uh, put some Patreon videos up as well. Pretty cool stuff. And I got more to come on there. The Patreon is patreon.com slash weirdafnews. And you can support the show with a little bit of bucks each month. It's like buying Jonesy a cup of coffee. Why would you not keep me highly caffeinated? Why would you not choose to do so? Huh? And that brings me to the great news that I woke up to yesterday. Uh, Constance Fortune has joined the Patreon. And I have so much love for Constance Fortune for joining the Patreon. Appreciate you so much, so much, Constance. And I hope you enjoy the extra the extra uh, bonus material that you get on the Patreon, uh, such as the the videos I've been posting from Singapore, the bonus episode I recorded with another comedian earlier in the month. Uh, such things are uh, extra, and they're only available on the Patreon. Uh, so, Constance, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. Also, please enjoy that warm, fuzzy feeling you get inside your heart, Constance, for supporting this weird AF empire that we're trying to build over here. Um, so I hope you feel good about that. You guys can feel good about yourselves as well if you want to support Jonesy in a different way other than just lending me your ear. You can join the Patreon or you can recommend my podcast to a friend. That's a pretty cool way to help me out. You can also leave a review. It could be a bad review, a good review. You could leave me five stars, four stars, 13 stars, a star and a half. I don't know what kind of rating system you're dealing with, but just mess with it. Let's have a good time. And let's listen to Weird AF News until we die.